Gentani and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Tartu Minute. Oh, not used to oh, it, are we? Damn. Should we start over? Let's start over. Let's start over. I believe in America. <laughs> I believe in part two. <laughs> I believe in America, part two. We should have had Bonacera start the second movie. He's still alive, right? Well, it depends. When do you... He's, he's probably not alive at the beginning of, G- of GF. He's probably not alive when Vito is four years old in Sicily. Oh, yeah, not there. So, yeah. Or do you think he should be like the narrator? <laughs> we touched on this a little bit. Did we really? Uh, a couple <laughs> minutes ago we did, because you were saying you wanted to have Don Corleone saying, you know, I was just a little boy when my older brother was killed. Yeah, totally. Let me take you back in time. Yeah. It's a different age. Oh, yeah. Did we discuss this <laughs> or when he would be... Like you didn't like it because when would he be saying? It's just it? cheesy because he's dead, right? But is I it's think that's what cheesy. makes it okay. It's yeah, it doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> Should we start again? Let's start again. All right. I believe in America. <laughs> I believe in minute number four of the Godfather Part Two minute. minute. <laughs> Godfather uh, minute, brothers. Uh, minuto uh, numero cuatro. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you went feminine. You should have gone masculine. Is it cuatro? Cuatro. Well, that's the thing. It throws me off how yeah. some of them are the same as feminine. Some, some of the early numbers, the, the young numbers are the same. Is that what they call them? The young no, numbers? No, I just made them. Oh, up. that's a great name for yeah, them, though. Kinda, I should totally call them that. <laughs> the young numbers. That's it. That's our band name. That's our band name. The young numbers. <laughs> um, Actually, when you, get to be, uh, when you get to be 55 years old, you have to quit. Quit what the band? The, the band, the young numbers. <laughs> Menudo. How old do you have to be? Well, you you can't be older than fifty five. Oh, 55. Yeah, that's the young so, numbers. No, Sammy Hagar. That's is that what that song was about? I can't drive. I at never 55. thought about it. Wow, is that an age thing or is it? I thought it was just a speed limit. Yeah, I think he was literally yeah. just that was his uh, mm-hmm. his argument to the judge. <laughs> you <laughs> that's gonna... before the judge in the morning, and he had to. Uh... <laughs> you think that song's gonna be dated at some point because speed limit? Because we won't. First of all, we won't be driving. <laughs> yeah, there won't be... <laughs> you won't have to monitor your speed. Wait, do you mean because we'll be like using jetpacks and flying, or because it'll be like a road warrior scenario where there is no oh. the speed limit? Is like what? Why would you have a speed limit? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I would uh, neither. I was going that either they're going to be driverless cars. Oh, but they wouldn't have a speed limit, or like he, well, he you can't drive fifty five because no one drives. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll just turn to I can't drive. <laughs> And then a guitar fill. <laughs> so it was like a futuristic. Uh, yeah, it was a futurist. <laughs> but I like the Road Warrior angle. Okay. I like the Road Warrior angle, Rosado. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to think of all the characters in a, in a Road Warrior setting. All the Godfather characters? Yeah, oh. like Frankie Five Angels. Maybe that should to- be one of our recurring features is we pick another movie. I feel really like we've done mm. that before. Pick another movie and use the same yes. characters in that 
in that uh, like a mashup sort of thing. Yeah, I feel like we have done. That. We've done Star Wars. I know when. Yeah, we've done Star other, Wars. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Mad Max would be a good. Show. Yeah, well, especially in these early scenes in Sicily, it's very barren. Yeah, it's dry. It already scenes. feels like uh, the Road Warrior. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so well, tell us about numero cuatro. Here's the setup for minute number four. If you're following along at home, uh, the echoing sounds of gunfire. <laughs> Would you say the echoing sounds of gunfire are replaced or the echoing sounds of gunfire is replaced? It's the sounds. So it would be are replaced. Yeah. Are replaced by the wails of a Sicilian woman announcing to the world that 14 year old Paolo Andolini has been killed, killed by the black hand of Don Francesco. Mrs. Andolini arrives at the armed fortress of the criminal uh, capo with her remaining boy, Vito, silently in tow. Mm -hmm. Vito. Vito in tow. (laughs) In Vito. (laughs) Silently in tow. (laughs) Um, So, weird question. Uh Uh-huh. And this is the first thing I wrote down. I don't know where these crazy ideas come to my head. I'm just sick. I don't know what to expect because you are sick. I don't know where you come up with this stuff. <laughs> I'm very sick. Oh, you're sick. I'm very oh. sick. <laughs> you got me. I thought you were. You thought I was really I sick. I thought you were really sick. <laughs> but you're really sick. No, I'm really sick. Um, once they realized, did they just take Paolo and just put him in the same coffin and just continue? Oh, um, oh <laughs> you are so sick. Well, and what people don't know is there yeah. are already three other cousins who died <laughs> earlier that day in that, in that coffin. Wow, that's a uh, casket. <laughs> and you know that uh, the Sicilian Buenos Aires is all like, I could charge them extra for uh, this. Oh, uh, uh, you know, there's, I need assurances that you're not going to put more bodies in this coffin. Oh, no, that's why Buenos Aires went to America. He's like, I'm, I'm losing money. Oh, because everyone was just cheaping out. They're like insane. doubling up oh, on their yeah, funerals. That's true, yeah. Right? Yeah, they need to pass a law that says only one body per. Yeah. One body per. And they should bring an extra coffin to any funeral just in case. <laughs> I have one in the car. I'll, I'll go get it. I have an extra. You're in luck. I have an extra one in the car. I'll give you a discount. You it's know, used, but, you know. You never watched uh, Green Acres, did you? No. I assume. Mm-hmm. One of the recurring jokes on it was there was a guy who was like a junk dealer who would come around and he, he's always thinking, like, I have one on the truck. So it's oh, almost like funny. you're doing that where you're like, no, I need a coffin. Oh. I just happen to have one on my truck. Oh. That was his, his gimmick. So, That's yeah. That's uh, his. I'll try uh, to use that. Yeah, there you go, Mr. Heaney. Now, now I know why the pallbearers and the band they all go running when they hear the gunshots. Why? Because they, they don't. They're like, wow, I don't want to have to carry even another body in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so the musicians are like, I'm not working for. I'm not letting them. I'm not doing two funerals for the price of one. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we're just scatters. <laughs> <laughs> the musicians' union said, "You yeah. hear gunfire, you run." <laughs> we're not gonna we're, hey ain't no band leader <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think I'm gonna stick around here <laughs> yeah I heard those gunshots <laughs> I don't like those gunshots Rosado <laughs> I take that as an insult I then want my own funeral and before I forget <laughs> yes would you cause we were just talking about a used casket would you mind be being buried in a used casket? Like a rent like a rental? 
No, one that's been used before. Oh. Well, well, well go, let's go rental. I didn't yeah. think about that. Uh, well, yeah, because you know what they say. What? You know what they say. <laughs> what do they say? Why Carly rent it when you can Carly own it? <laughs> <laughs> I did know what they said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I always make money for my partners. Nice. <laughs> well, I'm, I was whooping and hollering because I'm glad you finally used it in context. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you were just, just shooting that one off any old time you remembered it. <laughs> but seriously, would you mind? Yes. No. You wouldn't mind. No, I, in fact, I would. I want. Um, I'm one of those people who wants as little money spent on my uh, post posthumous arrangements as mm. as possible. Okay. Do you? Is Are you a- trying to get to know the real Alex <laughs> Robinson with these questions? Excellent. I'm glad you triggered it. Triggered the Alex Robinson music. But do you, is there a I'm line? I'm trying to do as many of the music. One time, one episode, I'm going to get all of the no, songs no, in. I want no. the overdub alert. The, the. No, well, it's got to work, though. You can't just say it. Okay. But do you have a line that you don't cross, that you wouldn't cross? For example, if it were Ted Bundy's coffin... Would you say, I don't want to be buried in Ted Bundy's coffin? No, if anything, I feel almost more like that would make it even more, like, cool. Really? Well, just because I'm like... It's He's not- in there with you, you know. <laughs> what's, what's he going to do? <laughs> Bring me back to life and kill me again? <laughs> you never know. That was his thing, wasn't it? You know, I resurrection definitely would want... Resurrection and serial, serial <laughs> resurrection and killing. I definitely would want a little flag. I want two little flags <laughs> inside my coffin. I want one I can pull that says, hey, I am still alive. Get me out of here. I want one that says, hey, I am still alive and Ted Bundy is in here with me and he's still alive. Get us out of here. Well, get me out of here. I don't care what you do with him. Get it. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you have a third flag. And what's that? It's blank because you'll have Ted Bundy right on it whatever he wants to communicate (laughs) is there like a light inside the coffin so you can see which one you're pulling well that's an extra cost oh yeah i see we're innovating bonus errors industry i think the flags should be dry erase flags like dry erase boards so you can write different messages send them up Mm. they write a response it comes back down (laughs) you can communicate like hey Have you ever had an MRI? Yes. I recently, I just had an MRI. Oh, yeah? Did it turn out okay? Uh, As far as I know. It's nothing serious. It's a pinch nerve in my neck. Those are the, what? I thought an MRI is one of those, like, army meals. Those, uh... (laughs) You know, like, K-rations? Yeah, those ready, ready to... I don't know what what you're going for. They have some abbreviation like that. Ready to eat meals? Ready to eat... R-E-M's? That's not... R-E-M-I? Something like R-E-I. that. R-E-I. <laughs> Ready to eat. What was the result of your MRI? Well, I was just going to ask you, because just because I was talking with someone and they were talking about how claustrophobic it felt to be in one of those MRIs. Yeah, I, remember, I do remember feeling that. Yeah. Because you have to stay in there a few minutes and you can't move. And they stress that over and over. Don't move or else you got to yeah, start it's over. <laughs> Don't move, Anthony. When you see the orange mouth monster, don't move. The worst part is when I was done, um, uh, Tatalia gestured over to the MRI person. He tore all the film out of the, out of the MRI <laughs> machine. 
So you had to do it over again. Yeah, I had to do the whole thing over again. Well, you know what, Alex? We, I think we have people on the MRI film payroll. We can get them to have give you a clean bill of health, no pinched nerves. That's true. They might like a, an MRI like that, right, Tom? Don't know. They might. They might. <laughs> It's, it's not personal, Sonny. It's it's medical. So <laughs> it's deductible. It's deductible. Um, Talking about a copay. Here's something else I wrote down. Oh, so no, I have no objection to be buried in Ted Bundy's coffin or anyone else's coffin. Okay, I thought I'm you were going to say like some political figure I disagree with, like Hitler's coffin. I mean, that's where I was going to go next. Oh, okay. I was going to go extreme Hitler. I guess, you know what, even then I would still, I can't think of anyone famous whose coffin I would not want to be buried in. Would you object to them still being in there or would you insist that you're alone? <laughs> I would mention it, but I wouldn't insist. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's so would I be buried with Hitler? <laughs> no, it, no, no, Hitler's in the casket. It was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, Mussolini all along. <laughs> yes. Um, in the casket, uh, <laughs> people would be coming and spitting on you on your grave. You know what? I'm still doing it. Screw You're still it. doing it. I'm still doing it. Okay, because it would be such a Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and oh, and <laughs> you would draw your own Ripley's Believe It oh, cartoon before dying, and that would be the Ripley's Believe It or Not. That would be the part of the thing, and he drew this very yes. cartoon. <laughs> That would be the, the cat. The wow. Hook. That is the strangest story. The cartoonist who was buried with Hitler and his last act was to draw the Ripley's, believe it or not, about being in the buried in the tomb of Hitler. I, I'm going to commission you to draw that. Wow. Out. Maybe not Hitler because it's still hard to joke about Hitler. Do someone like. Uh, I'm going to go. You, uh, I'm going to go one further and say that I'm buried alive and it's me pulling up, trying to gesture the flag. <laughs> And the problem is, as I'm doing the flag, it's a big swastika. So no one's like, everyone's like, boom. And they're all like, and I'm like, oh. Oh, you're trying to tell them you're alive. Yeah, I'm trying it's to let them know I'm alive in here. And they think Hitler's alive in there trying to get out. Oh, so, so they like, just don't put, let him out. Don't let him out. They just put more dirt on there. <laughs> they jump up and down on top of it. Oh, frustrating. Oh my God. All this for a free coffin. <laughs> Casket. Oh, no one said anything about no one said, no one said anything about free. We're not communists. <laughs> uh, 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 all right. Wow. Okay. Wow. We got a little sidetracked. Did yeah. You well, just, we're talking about funerals. So it's it's pretty. It's, sure, it's, yeah. it's in a minute. What else yeah. are we going to talk about? They're just screaming in Italian That's the whole true, time. Yeah. We didn't really. Dis- well, you. I guess you described in the opening what we see, right? Yeah. That that the ladies going ah, the the screaming. Yeah. One last thing about them burying him in the other guy's coffin uh-huh. is that they then they would be uh, Paolo bear, bearers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like it. <laughs> Um, you know what those and those pallbearers gotta got to um carry that casket now you know why why while they still got the muscle <laughs> <laughs> oh especially because there are more bodies in there right? <laughs> um what so else you got have you heard of uh ring theory in the star wars star wars universe there's this thing called ring theory ring theory which is that when a little antibiotic clears that up <laughs> When, um, when, 
in the Star Wars universe, people said that when George Lucas was doing did the original three movies mm-hmm. and that when he did the last three, the prequels, mm-hmm. he purposely had each movie um, mirror one of the original movies. So, for instance, huh. um, again, it goes backwards. Star Wars, the Phantom Menace is paired up with Return of the Jedi, Attack of the okay. Clones mimics right. Empire Strikes Back, and the Revenge of the Sith huh. echoes A New Hope. Okay. In what way? Well, like, for instance, in... Um, in uh, I'm trying to think now of examples. And why is it called Ring Theory? It's called Ring Theory because it's not like... It's this is like a mirror. It should be a mirror theory. Well, it's a ring in that the sort of like if you picture like a bunch of it's a bunch of circles going smaller. Oh, toward the middle. Yeah. The, the, huh. the, the then it would be like the two movies that are oh, back to back are like a circle I with see, each yeah. other and then mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. on. And so um, <clears throat> just certain things like certain shots that take place in mm. one movie will be kind of mirrored, but with a twist yeah. in the in the in its corresponding movie. It's not exact. It's all um, it's. The argument is whether this is a um, dark side of the dark movie, Wizard of, of Oz, Oz thing, yeah. where like you could do any movies and yeah. it would <clears throat> it would parallel. I think there's something to it. Oh, George Lucas, you is buy a, it? I do think so because I feel like Luke, George Lucas is a very technical filmmaker, and so mm-hmm. I could see him applying that structure to it as a way of kind of entertaining himself That's or like whatever. His, his, one of his artistic expressions, right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And uh, anyway, the whole reason I brought this up was that this movie starts. This is this is a is this scene echoes the scene of uh, at the very end of Godfather three, mm-hmm. where instead of but this time, a mother is crying over she's losing her son, and mm. at the end of GF three, it's Michael is crying because his daughter gets killed. Mm. Yeah. And they're both uh-huh. they're both dying for something that they had nothing to do with that they were just innocent victims of yeah. of their own of their father's yeah. uh, hubris. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, but, it's, but it's flipped. It's fl- yeah. See, so yeah, it's like a it's like a thing. yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of a, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, and obviously, Francis Ford Coppola and and uh, George Lucas were uh, you know uh, not partners i guess business partners they were for a while yeah, but creatively they, they, they influenced each other yeah. so i'm wondering if there was some element of that to gf3 does we'll have to remember this later in gf2 doesn't does anthony have a problem not talking huh or did i make that up in my head um i don't remember well there's definitely Maybe I'm thinking of where where Connie says, uh, you know, Anthony, go hug your mother. And yeah. he, like, he doesn't go and right, he's not yeah, saying yeah. anything. He's just totally quiet. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, pretty soon we're going to see that Vito doesn't talk. Doesn't talk, right. Yeah. Although it is interesting that Vito does sing, which then Anthony becomes a yeah. professional singer at, yeah. the, at the end of the yeah. song. So, uh, oh, and a ring theory. Oh, ring like theory. It. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very cool. Well, you got any uh, you got any notes? Yeah. Oh, hey, I have a quick cleanup item. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'll bring that up later at the end. All right, let's clean talk it about up. this minute. No, oh, okay. let's talk about it later. Okay. All right. Um, oh, I like how you can't see Paolo's face. Yeah, he's face down in a very kind of awkward position with his arms yeah. kind of like a twisted up. Yeah, his leg bent back, his arms twisted, yeah, his it, face down on the rocks, and you ne- you never see his face, no. but he's right up against the camera. 
and the, the characters, his mother yeah, yeah. and Vito and some other mourners kind of c- go running toward you, the viewer. Vito and the mourners stay behind, but the mother comes right up. Right. Just like a great shot. Yeah. And yeah. I love how anon- how personal it is, how right. intimate and personal because she's there weeping. Yeah. But also anonymous because you don't see his face. Right. So yeah. It's just such an odd experience watching that. Yeah, it's very... Uh... And I think Coppola does that too. He does hide faces throughout the movies. Hmm. You have any other examples? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to, we haven't gotten to it yet, but in, um, oh, we'll get there. But. When, Hy- when Hyman Roth meets with Michael, you really don't get a good view of Hyman Roth's wife. Although she's talking to yeah. Michael. Hey, would you like a sandwich? Yeah. Come on in. And she comes in and says, Oh, the TV's too loud. But you never, at least in those scenes, you really don't see her face. Right. It's always shot low or from behind. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and also, really I guess, in, uh, at the beginning of Godfather, mm-hmm. it's like a full minute where you don't see, you just see Marlon Brando from the back. Yeah. You hear him talking from off camera. You don't see his face. So. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. It's very effective in, in some ways. Um, uh, let's see. What else do I got? Um, oh, I thought it was... Uh, Really interesting. Paolo is dressed for a funeral. Uh huh. And it made me wonder was he a part of this funeral procession mourning his father? And that's why he was dressed that way. I mean, he was dressed nicely. Yeah. He's wearing all black and it was clearly nicer clothes like all the other mourners. It wasn't just like farming clothes. And it, it just made me wonder was he part of the funeral procession and then kind of peeled off to try to well don't they say in the opening caption something like he fled to the hills or something yeah yeah but he's right he's a 30 second jog away from them well yeah it does run right over this little rocky crag and and how does that lady find him so quickly yeah because the gunshots break out and then she's like oh he's dead yeah like what do they shot him they shot him yeah well, so you think they shot him? No, no, that's what she, I think she says. Yeah, they she murdered said, yeah, him, yeah, murder, murderers. Um, yeah, how does what is the order of operations and and where, what is the like who is standing where when when do they drop him off and then start shooting and then run away? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just it struck me because he's dressed for a yeah. funeral. If anything, you think they would have left him out as like bait, so then when everyone went over and were like, "Oh my gosh, it's Paolo," then they would have started shooting people. But maybe they didn't really want to kill people; they just wanted to shoot to scare everyone and then find. Yeah, well, I think they just wanted to kill the offspring of right. So why of, did they stop shooting? Oh, after they killed Paolo. Well, I if they, I don't know necessarily if they killed Paolo there or not. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. And the book is silent. On he that. wasn't they part of the funeral. Paolo doesn't even exist in the book. Right. It's like he never existed. Yeah. <laughs> All that's left is their friendship, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, Uncle, poor Uncle Paolo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you won't see him no more. Wow. Is this going to be one of those weird things that it it? it, it makes so little sense that it's 
now in modern critical circles being interpreted as a weird dream and he didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> or he really did die. Uh, Vito did die on Sicily and the rest is all a dream. Oh, wow. <laughs> he died of, of uh, smallpox in, yeah. the, in the hospital. And this is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't understand the 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 Yeah, me neither. So um I wonder if we can find out. Is there any resource on that? I don't it's hard to imagine. Yeah. Like <laughs> unless you talk to Francis Ford Coppola himself and say, What? Yeah. Did they kill him? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Is he accepting emails? I don't know. Francis Ford Coppola? We should write to his winery and just hey, we just have a quick question about the Godfather. Yeah. Big fans. <laughs> Quick question. I think we prove it, but we do this podcast, which is yeah. Know, we've probably spent almost we've probably spent more time talking oh. about The Godfather than Francis Ford Coppola has. Whoa! Do you think we've spent more? I don't really think that's true, but do you think we spent more time talking about The Godfather than he did than he spent making the movie? Yes. Really? No, I don't think that's. Oh, that's a great question. That's, no, that's if you take into account kind of editing and all everything. No, I don't think so. He personally. Yes. Hmm. Yes, we spent more time. Yes, he personally spent more time making The Godfather oh. than we have talking about. It. We should have a, a, one of those chess clocks going, and then <laughs> and then when we reach the <laughs> when we reach the amount of time he's spent on the, making the films, that we have to stop. Well, with, but we have no way of knowing exactly. Like it's not like when he went to sleep, he he set he he stopped the <laughs> clock. So we don't that's know what, how that's much. That's why we, we got an email. On him. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's Fran- you think it's Francis at FrancisFordCoppola.com? That would, is it that, that simple? <laughs> Administrator at FrancisFordCoppola. <laughs> <laughs> or it's probably support at Godfather.com. Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we sure are funny. Well, if you want to hear the rest of this uh, episode, head on over to godfatherminute.com slash support. And you can hear, uh, gosh, that seemed like a long episode. Well, you get a lot of bonus content. All right. So Walt makes a comeback again. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. For just a buck a show, you can hear additional content every week. So uh-huh. go over to godfatherminute.com slash support. And uh, in this particular episode, I think uh, you'll hear what if Paolo had not died. Whoa. We go into tons of scenarios how the whole Godfather universe would have been true drastically altered especially if his brother had become an andrew dice clay like character back in america yeah that would it would so you definitely want to head on over to our patreon thing yeah so jack and jill head up that hill and then go to godfatherminute.com slash support wasn't that andrew dice clay's bit sure was all right you know al pacino was in the movie jack and jill Oh, is that the Andrew, uh, Andrew Sandler, Adam Sandler the Adam movie? Sandler movie where he played his own twin sister. Oh, my God. And Al Pacino is a guy who falls in love with uh, Adam Jill. Sandler in a, in a Jill, in a dress. Wow. Anyway, we'll talk more about that next time here on the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute.